0: And we are live Welcome guys, ladies and gentlemen To the Get At Me Podcast I'm your host, David Martinez, aka Brutus Beefcake And welcome to the podcast (laughs) I've been uh, talking about doing this for a long time I want to say a couple years since I've been trying to talk about doing this Um, I love podcasting uh, podcasting is, uh, it's a good outlet for everybody. I believe, even if you just not necessarily doing it for necessarily getting your like career out there, but sometimes just even venting, I believe. Um, I think podcasting be- even become like a big part of my daily life. Uh, a lot of the stuff I do throughout the day, I really can't do it without podcasting. Like from I'm at work from the car, uh, like, I had to do it. Like, I really had to. I had a, an old YouTube channel back in the day uh, with my good buddy, Julian Chittas. Uh We had... It was called Two Guys on the Couch. And it was a lot of us just kind of just being stupid about everything. Just kind of joking around. Like, we've always been funny people. And I always thought of myself as a funny guy. But that's necessarily not about just making everybody laugh or whatever but you know a lot of like news or media like social media becomes like watered down most of the time and we don't get that voice I believe that we're able to talk about how we really feel about certain things whether it be relationships work sports and podcasting really gives just to every average joe just the opportunity to say what they need to say and that's what i'm doing um i'm about to be 30 pretty soon so i wanted to challenge myself to start doing more things that made me feel uncomfortable and speaking publicly was one of them like i've always been a real outgoing talkative guy but Being in front of a crowd of people made me nervous. But it's a good thing, though. Yeah, you learn from that stuff. That's why I started taking up uh, stand-up comedy. Not a lot of people know that I do stand-up comedy, but, um, well, here you go. It's out there. (laughs) But I wanted to challenge myself this year that... I would try things that made me feel uncomfortable, regardless of what it was um I really just wanted to break out of my older self of being not necessarily shy, but I always like waited in the background to do everything and stand up comedy's really open, I believe, like necessarily like my personality but my social life a little bit um and being just a little bit more happier about things. Like, who doesn't love going to comedy shows and just laughing about any random thing? Um, but I like it. You know, it it's really helped me uh, get into my own. So, this year, 30, big year, challenging myself on every single little thing that scares me. And this is probably one of them. Like, I really... I've always been one to be kind of fearful of failure. And failure, necessarily like I'm bad at a lot of things, because I am pretty good at a lot of stuff. Not to like toot my own horn, but I think that being, like, say, like, I was an athlete. You know, I played baseball for over 20 years. Uh, You know, I wrestled as a kid. And. Every one of those, like, I kind, came to, like, a a peak. And there's that one point where you got to tell yourself, you know, you don't have it anymore and you got to, you know, hang them up. But that happens to everybody, every athlete, even, you know, the best athletes. Uh, You know, it all happens. But I've always been one to be like, I'm never going to quit anything without giving it a go like, even though I did try, um, uh, coming back and playing baseball, it just didn't work out, injuries, and, you know, time, you know, I'm a dad, you know, my father, of three kids, and my life gets pretty crazy sometimes, you know, I have a 13-year-old, nine-year-old, and a three-year-old, you know, my 13-year-old, she's pretty self, you know, I can leave her alone, like, she's good, like, She's super smart uh she reads all the time, but I think she's coming to the point now where it's like she's getting to that point where she doesn't want like kids' toys or 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 like any like random like art shit like she's into like Starbucks <laughs> she hangs out with her friends and like she's being a girl, which is you know which is okay, but you know no dad's ready for the daughter to be you know thirteen years old and talking about boys like. Christmas shopping was hell this year. Uh, walking in a store trying to shop for a thirteen year old girl by herself, no girlfriend or anything like that, trying to figure out what she was like. I'd pick up like a doll and be like, Oh, maybe she'd like this and then I'm like, No, she's fucking thirteen, she's not gonna like this. She's like I was like, What do you want? And she was like, Um, just give me gift cards, like Starbucks, Hollister, shit like that. And it was just like, What? It was crazy to me, like, how fast she just grew up over, like, a span of, like, a year. And we all got to get ready for that, you know? No matter if they're a boy, if they're a girl. But everybody grows up. We all did the same thing. But she's smart enough, I know, to make those, like, better decisions about herself. Um, She doesn't really hang around the wrong crowd at all. Like, I hope not, but... Um, you usually just go to like the movies and stuff, but it's weird. Girl stuff. And then my son, my middle son, uh, Tiago, he's more into video games, like Fortnite and stuff like that. So all he does, like his entire daily life, is Fortnite. And all he does is just walk around and dance every day. And, but as long as he's a happy kid, that's fine. He most of his friends are online, but. It seems like ever since he's been able to play online like that, it's been kind of helping him socially with people. I But he just started wrestling and my old high school started a youth program where you know, they take in youth kids to build like a feeder program and he loves it. You know, he's only been there for a few weeks, but he puts the time and effort. And they train for 2 hours and He runs, jumps, does whatever they need him to do, and he loves every bit of it. I'm proud of that kid. Um, Making strides and, you know, making friends other than what his ones online. But, yeah. And then my younger son, he's only three years old, but that kid has more, like, machismo than I've ever seen in anybody in my life. Because he has, like, random, like, muscles everywhere. Um, kid walks around with no shirt on on purpose and you ask him why and he says it's because I got big muscles and he just walks away and, like it's nothing like I want to have that level of confidence like in my life and he's, he's just like the perfect way to describe this kid is like a sour patch like he's the sweetest kid in the world like he would go outside pick you flowers hand them to you take them back and then step on them that's just how a perfect way to explain him but yeah, being a dad is, it's fun, you know, it's one of the most fulfilling things, like, I've ever had in my life, like, it helped me grow up, like, as I became a dad at 16, and from where I grew up, it was not necessarily the best area, but the people I hung around with before I had my daughter was, you know, somewhat, you know, people that were on shaky ground, you know, with, you know, you know, gangs or drugs or anything like that, but, You know, graffiti, like I did graffiti for a long time, which is not bad, but, you know, it helped me grow up. It helped me kind of see things from a different perspective. Like, I had to give up a lot of that stuff to become a dad. Like, and I tell people all the time, like, how everybody asks about what was it like being a young dad? And it was rough. It was rough, but I never kind of, like, stopped it from me being necessarily even a kid back then, like, I would still, you know, play baseball, I would still, you know, I still had a job, but I would go hang out with my friends every now and then, you know, my parents kind of helped me out a lot, but how everybody just decides just to kind of, like, end, like, their whole, like... Being like I'm just going to stop doing whatever And I just feel like A lot of people get held back from that Like shit happens You know what I mean Like I wasn't planning to have a kid at 16 years old But Being is that You know I wanted to succeed for her And I wanted to Be that dad That was never not there You know so I took my life I put it on hold for a little while and decided to, you know, step away from, you know, baseball or step away from, you know, going out every day. But it, 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 it all paid off, you know, like I feel like I feel like I'm a good dad and I feel like there's a lot of characteristics that I got because of that, like my maturity, like I'm. I'm more of, like, an adult, like, necessarily, like... Like, I joke around a lot, talk a lot of shit. I say, you know, fucking shit, like, every two words. I probably already said it, like, four or five times, but... Being an adult and knowing I have this responsibility, I gotta take care of these kids. Like, whether or not I want to do something or, you know, whether or not I... You know much I hate doing it. Like I gotta do it, and it's and it's more, it's humbling. Like, and I thank them every day that I get to do that. And not to get all sappy or anything, but you know, being a dad is probably one of the best things that's ever happened in my life. And I learned a lot from my dad. Like, my dad was, I think he worked at the same job for like thirty years. Um. He was sick for most of his time, too. He was, uh... He was, a uh, diabetic. And one morning he woke up at, like... When I was, like, 12 years old. Woke up and was completely blind. And... Not knowing that he... Was diabetic, you know, his, like, blood sugar count was super high. It was like... He should have been in a coma. And... Even through all that, eye surgeries, he got his vision back a little bit. Like, he was still able to, like, drive, but it wasn't, like, because it, it affected his eyes. Like, he, a lot. Like, I want to say, I don't even think he wore glasses up until this point. Um, I believe he had, like, 10 surgeries on one eye and, like, 11 or 12 on the other eye. Um, but it came back. Like, he was able to drive around and he was able to, you know, go back to work eventually. I want to say, like, three, or four years later. Uh, But he still went. And that drive and that attitude of, like, I got to get this done. Like, I'm the man of the house. Like, regardless if I'm sick or not, I got to get this done. And that really helped me see what hard work work was really all about. And I took that, you know, took that to heart. Like, it really... It really opened my eyes to what really was important. Like, no matter how sick he was, he he was always there, regardless. And I feel like me being a dad, such a young age, it really helped him too. Like, uh, my mom and dad got divorced a while, you know, a little while after. You know, he got kind of got sick, um, but he kind of just he always kept a smile on. Like, it was kind of one of those things, like where he never wanted us to kind of worry, like, I believe even with, like, he was supposed to get a kidney transplant, and never wanted to ask us, because he didn't want to be that burden, he didn't want to be that burden, which he would, he would never would have been, but, you know, um, you know, I I wish, I wish he would have asked me, but that's where I kind of get a lot of, like, my, you know, character, too, like, with my dad, it's, my dad was always super funny. Like if you've ever met my dad, as soon as you walk in the house, he's running his mouth talking shit. And it's not like a bad talking shit. It's just what we do. Like we crack jokes on each other, um, you know, make fun of you, but it's all out of love. It's all out of, you know, kind of respect. But it, like, I think dinner, the dinner table as a kid was just like, it was free ground. We used to go just run around and talk about, talk shit about each other crack jokes and it was fun like that that's made who my what my personality is today like i'm really calm i'm really chill but i will crack some jokes on you so you're not safe (laughs) but yep so this is the get at me podcast and what i want to get out of this is you know talking about, you know, stuff that, you know, what I feel about, you know, whether it be, you know, news, whether it be sports, whether it be life, relationships, whatever. Um this is going to be my solo podcast. I have another podcast starting next weekend uh with my with my buddy Julian Chedus. Um I am the hooligan. It is called Hell and Noise and we'll be out this next weekend, uh, we've been talking about doing that one for even longer than what I've been talking about doing my solo podcast, um, that one's gonna be good, uh, we'll let you guys know when that one finally drops through my Instagram, uh, Brutus Beefcake, and, yeah, you know, I keep telling myself, like I said, I've had to explain this already, but, um, like, conquering my fears, and by conquering every one of my fears, it's, it's all about growth, and whether or not it's, you know, peaking at a certain age, like, I didn't want to peak back in, like, high school, I didn't want to peak, you know, at an old age, and just give up how some people do, and just be... To sit back and just wonder, like, why why didn't I do this? Or why... Or I should have did this, I should have did that. So why not try it? You know, go out there, find something you're passionate about, whether it's, you know, podcasting, or whether it's, you know, painting, or traveling. Just go out and do it. Uh, Don't hold yourself back on it. And the longer you do, the longer you're going to regret it. And... you need to find something that you got to give yourself self-worth and being is, you know, we're getting older. Time is just, it's going to keep ticking, ticking away. And, um, don't hold yourself back. Just try it. Like you said, the with the whole stand up thing, it's, I was terrified. My first, uh, open mic, I didn't even tell anybody. I just, kind of got dressed, walked out the door, found an open mic that I can do a dirty show on just because, like, okay, frankly, I can't stop cussing. It's just one thing, like, Disney Channel. Sorry, guys, I cannot be the next Iron Man. <laughs> frankly, I'm just too short. But, hey, that's what CGI is for, right? But, yeah, my first stand-up. Uh, super nervous. I went up, and what happens at these open mics is you go pay your five bucks, sign your name on a piece of paper, drop it in a hat, and they pick you based on what your name's drawn out the hat, and that's your order, so being my first time, I was, like, super nervous, I think my, I was, uh, like, I got mad cotton mouth out of nowhere, um, I was just super nervous, like, palms sweating, and I don't normally get nervous, like, Just like, so necessarily just talking, but talking in front of crowds. But my name was the first one drawn, and I fucking freaked out. It was, I literally just, I lost all my material in my mind. Like, I was just like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, I just kind of forgot. And I told the host of the show, like, this is my first one, like, and like, I'm kind of nervous, you know you know, how's the crowd, and they were like, he's like, hey, just wait, you know, I'll, I'll warm them up for you, I'll give you 10 minutes, um, just go back there, relax, you know, get some water, get a drink or whatever, get loosened up, but you got 10 minutes, and then just watching them work the crowd, learn the crowd, and that's the thing with comedy, and that's what I'm slowly learning, is that it's not necessarily about the jokes, it's about connecting with the crowd a little bit, and figuring out like, cause everybody laughs at different stuff. Like you, same thing, like a, a 30 year old guy is going to laugh at a 60 year old guy is not going to laugh at, or, you know, liberals are going to, you know, laugh at something that, you know, like whatever is not going to Republicans or something like that is not going to laugh at, uh, but it's good though. Like it, it's kind of helped me read more people too, and read their feelings a little bit better. <laughs> and you know i went up there and i did my first couple jokes went okay and like i was just kind of like getting the feel of it but i felt like i rushed it so i was like fuck cuz i only had like a minute and 30 left of my of my for my last joke so i went up there i did my last joke killed it uh got some good laughs and that feeling afterwards was probably one of the better feelings like ever like it's it's like one of those like when you finally like get that championship trophy, and it's just, like, accumulation of all the hard work you put in, like, I literally wrote jokes for two to three weeks of just me just writing, you know, finding something funny, I'll be at work just laughing, you know, thinking in my head, so I would go write it down, and it, it was, it was awesome, like, it was better than fucking any drug you can think of, it was, uh, it was just super satisfying, like knowing I went out there and I tried something that it scared the shit out of me. It scared the fuck out of me, uh, but I did it, and now I can say that you know I'm trying. I said I'm trying things that make me feel uncomfortable, and you know I'm just not telling myself no at at this point. Like and i said i'm gonna keep doing it it's gonna keep keep going on like i'll, I'll let you guys know you know when the next uh when my next little sets are gonna be uh so that way i'm trying to get my little name out there like it's it's something you know that i've loved and the 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 comedic com- community has been very like supportive like even the people over there like i thought everybody was gonna be dicks because like i've heard like a lot of comedians are assholes but they really helped me out with it and they gave me a little bit of pointers uh there was one guy there like you're using your hands way too much like I felt like Ricky Bobby up there like what am I doing with my hands and (laughs) it was uh he was a cool dude you know he kind of just you know gave me some pointers on like writing and uh how to work a crowd and like when to bring them back and that's the one thing too like when you lose a crowd is how you battle back it's kind of like a sport honestly like is overcoming adversity and going out there and executing the plan originally planned for and getting that win and that and that's what I did and and I'm proud of myself and I went back I would leave it was like a week week and a half later and do the same jokes and they kind of went over a little bit better because I got to write them a little bit more like in depth but I feel like I gotta, you know, write a little bit more and add some more shit in there, but it's good, it's fun, and uh gonna be doing a little bit more traveling this year too, like I told myself, cause I've, I've been around for like baseball, I got to travel a little bit for that, you know, at ex-girlfriends that we would go like with the families, family trips or whatever, but being on my own and doing stuff, cause uh, it's like the first time I've really been single I've been single for like a year, but I was in relate long relationships for the last I'm gonna be. I want to say ten, like all together. So, I mean, we did stuff together with relationships, uh, but being able to do that on my own, on my own time, like uh, go out there and just make new friends, make new experiences, and I urge people to do that you know don't just feel like you're trapped in this bubble because i said where like i said where i'm from you know i'm from stockton california and it is everybody knows everybody type of thing like it is impossible for me to date right now <laughs> like everybody knows my kids moms and it's it's one of those things it's like they don't want to talk to me because of it like i understand like you know your friends but I literally cannot find anybody that that does not know them it's and 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 the crazy thing is like they're not like super popular or anything like that I mean they're they're easy to talk to people like they're they're sweethearts like I don't have any problems with my kids moms at all and we get along good but like they're never like the ones that are like oh going out there and trying to like make a ton of friends are like that they stand out they do something like crazy but you know everybody knows them and it's impossible for me <laughs> to like get a date at this point and social media just sucks like trying to date on social media is because i think what social media has done to dating alone is ruined marriage like you don't see a lot of people get married anymore which sucks like because i really do believe in marriage like and i really do believe like you know, like having some there. How many somebody there with you throughout your life? It, it really helps, and um, social media has kind of ruined that because it gives you like a false look into what life kinda is, quote unquote. And they have all these high expectations because they see you know, you know, celebrities giving out you know super big rings or or you know taking their you know significant other on the you know trips to fucking dubai and shit like that like what the why am i gonna go to dubai i you know i could but it's not like it's on my first agenda like and you hear these people just complaining on there all the time about their relationships and you know i've caught myself doing it too but it's really ruined it and sometimes i feel like just shutting everything off and kind of going back to the old way just meeting new people out and, and I think that's why I'm doing a lot more traveling too not just sticking in my local area and just kind of going going out of town and trying to meet new people like I'm not going out there and just being a slut I mean I could but this is not what I've been I've never been about that but yeah I mean it's difficult but and I'm good like, I'm not, like, really rushing into getting in a relationship, but, you know, there is people out there that, you know, I do have an eye for, but it's finding out that common ground. I, and, that, and that's the one thing, too, is because the fact that I do have three kids and me having to explain that to people is, like, the most, like, irritating thing. Like, because I have three kids, but I have three baby mamas. It sounds like a bad thing. Like, and from the outside in, I would think the same thing, too, to be honest, and I understand that. But it's kind of like they kind of judge me before I uh, I even open my mouth, really. Like they kind of just like I kind of like I don't hide it because I'm not one to like hide like what uh, like anything about myself. So explaining that to people is kind of weird. I mean, you kind of get mixed reactions from it. You get ones that just be like, straight up, no. And like, I understand. Like, that's true, that's whatever. As long as you say something and don't like lead me onto it, like, that's fine. But then others that are cool with it, but it's kind of hard to to get to know somebody off social media because we have like, there's filters, like, tell me about it. Like, oh my God, filters are the devil. Like, <laughs> any guy knows that, Girls can look tens on Instagram and then you meet them in person finally, and they're like easy five and like and that's an easy five and it's not only that they're they're ugly but their personality is just super ugly. They can put all these motivational quotes, these gym quotes out there that are you know happy go lucky they're they're fun they're flirty, and then you meet them in person their personality is just ugly like and that's such a huge turnoff for me when it comes to women is an ugly personality like if I could, as long as you're yourself and I tell people that all the time like I really had somebody tell me that they were a Dodger fan because I'm an ace fan and they thought I hated the Giants and that's that's like that's crazy like for people to just to just automatically think they had to like impress people in that way like just be yourself is the most important thing and that's why I'm not changing like I talk shit I'm always gonna you know crack jokes on you regardless um like I wear my heart on my sleeve like I I share my emotions sometimes too much but I feel like I can be like masculine I can be you know like have all this bravado about myself but still show emotion, and that's where I feel like the disconnection between a lot of people, like breakups too, that happen, is that you don't keep showing the keep showing the love and keep showing the progression of the relationship throughout it, and and that's where they, they fail a lot. And being is, you know, I've been in a lot of relationships where. You know, you think they're would. You know, they going to last for a while, but shit, like I said, shit happens. And you can't let it dwell on you like that. Um, when you think about the past and it fucks up the future, then that's a problem. And I kind of just left all that in the past, and I'm kind of just trying to move on with my life and be myself again. And I feel like I'm slowly getting back there. Like, yeah, I have my days, but as I'm slowly getting back there I find new stuff out about myself that I didn't know before like you know how resilient I am like I've been through it all I've owned a house I've had you know cars bank accounts with you know in relationships together like actual adult things not just like oh, we went to Applebee's or some shit like that for fucking dinner. It's, you know, like we had legit adult things, you know, and sh- car insurance. Like that's, what uh, that sounds like it's a boring shit, but I mean, it's, that's what growth is all about. And having that growth in a relationship is, is healthy and keeping that is hard to do. And it's work, but as long as you put that work in, you can do it well to get back to it um we're gonna be doing this probably i'm on i probably want to do this maybe once twice a week um i'll keep you everyone updated on my instagram uh like again at brutus beefcake b-r-u-t-i-s b-e-e-f-c-a-k-e and i'll keep you posted um I said, I like doing this. It was just fun. Like, it kind of felt good. Like, this is, like, I believe it's, like, 6 in the morning right now. Like, I get up early for, like, no reason because I'm old. <laughs> Even if it's on a weekend. Um, and then I'll keep you guys updated on the other podcast uh, with Julian, um, the Hello Noise podcast. That one's going to be super fun. You know, we have such a good vibe together that uh, we're going to bring some some good laughs and good like point of views to like certain shit that we like to hear like you know uh whether it be you know just life in general or you know sports like we we're big sports fans you know we're diehard oakland ace fans baseball's coming up so we're gonna be going off today <laughs> uh fight fans you know you know ufc boxing whether it be you know basketball it's a lot of stuff we can talk about and it's going to be it's going to be fun you guys and you really enjoy that one uh well just to kind of wrap things up over here uh so i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast uh if you guys have any feedback for me you know shoot it towards me nothing's gonna go i'm not gonna get mad about it if you don't like it or not uh just don't listen <laughs> Uh, we're going to try to get this out as many places we, as we can. Um, sponsors, if you guys want to sponsor the podcast, just hit hit me up on Instagram and uh, we can, you know, work something out. Um, just getting started out. So, you know, this is only the beginning and this is something I'm going to be doing probably for a while. You know, just, you know, I'm probably not going to give up on this. I'll probably, this really helped me and just like even just venting this morning, I didn't even plan on talking about half the stuff, you know, that I was even going to talk about, but, you know, this this podcast is always just going to be about, you know, just having a good time, you know, turning a little light on just what my life's about or what everybody else's life, you know, is, you know, whether you want to talk about this, talk about that, but uh, topics I'm always, you know, interested in hearing, you know, what you guys want to hear, and that's, and that's, the real reason, you know, this is, you know, I real I like podcasting is because it gives us a voice, and us having a voice is, it's a cool thing, you know. We having to hear this watered down bullshit that's on the news all the time, like, um, it's kind of more more of what they want you to hear, or you know, like radio shows where it's just like a lot of their own like opinion, where it's a lot of bias, and I kind of want to get people in here that have both sides of that. And it's like if you want to talk about something, if you're part of, like, local, like, you know, government or if you're part of, like, you know, like a youth program you want to you know, promote or, you know, you're, you have music, paint, you know, do whatever. I'm willing to put you on and, you know, let you let you let the people know what you're all about and try to get you out there and try to, you know, let people know. Like where to find you and help you guys out as well. So like, share the podcast. Uh, it's a, let me know what you think. Hope you guys enjoyed today on the Get At Me podcast. And we'll be back probably, I want to say, Saturday or Sunday next week for my podcast, for the Get At Me podcast. And then next week for sure on Sunday. I believe we're gonna, we might either drop it Sunday or Monday for the Hello Noise. Um, so get back at me. Let me know what you think. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We're out this bitch. Get at me, bitches. Bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free.